I'm Derek Arcardi. Welcome to Shamanic Innovations. Hi, welcome back to Shamanic Innovations. Um, I think this week I want to get into the idea of karma and kind of cleaning up your mess. You know, it's interesting for a lot of us when we go through and we go through this process of our healing and, you know, it includes some time of, you know, what they call shadow work. Um, You know, just kind of looking back on, you know, some of the things and figuring out, okay, you know, what's triggering you and why is it triggering you? Um, and there's going to, you know, as I build this out more, there'll be some, uh, you know, additions to what we're going to talk about here. But, you know, one of the things with this here is, you know, when you go through this process and you see these uh, different things that you've done, you know, the rights and also the wrongs and, you know, how you've been affected by, you know, different things and, you know, things done to you, you know, how you've handled them, you know, those sorts of traumas, you know, a lot of stuff, you know, from last episode, whatever. Um, But also, you know, just kind of walking around, looking around at your life, you know, um, you know, where you're at and, you know, what you've become now. You know, the thing that we always have to remember here is, you know, that it's not just necessarily where we're at, but where we are going. And, you know, at whatever point that you have, you know, a mess there, is the point where you start cleaning. Um, You know, it's kind of funny, like, I'm actually, you know, back in the bedroom right now. And um, the Monday tradition, you know, pull the sheets off the bed, um, you know, so you can put the new ones on and had the laundry actually since I was at home last night. So the new laundry is kind of sitting here on the bed also without the sheets on, you know, just ready to be put away. Um, so, you know, I'm just kind of taking a pause from some of the cleaning here to say hi to everyone. But, you know, I, you know, I kind of had that thought of, wow, you know, well, this is a starting point for making the bed later because, you know, it's going to be cold. Next couple nights, you know, a nice warm bed to sleep in and, um, you know, starting point of, you know, putting the laundry away so that I can use it, you know, for the week and um, starting point of the week being Monday, you go back to work today and, you know, um, it, you know, it, it's one of those things where you kind of find yourself, you look around and you're like, man, you know, this needs to be done, that needs to be done, you know, you've allowed these different things to pile and then you say to yourself, hey, I need to you know, put them away. I need to, you know, clean up things, you know, make the bed, put the clothes up, you know, you know, clean up that mess. You know, if you got dishes in the sink, you have to wash those dishes, you know, so they're clean. Yeah. I actually really good with, um, you know, I, I like to just keep them in, you know, dry, whatever. So I actually did dishes yesterday twice, um, just because I made a nice meal, you know, for myself. And, you know, that's one of those little self-care things, make yourself a meal at home, you know. (laughs) So, um, yeah, you know, I 
it's really good and you know i got the dishes done right afterwards so but you know even if i didn't hey at some point that's a mess you got to clean it up um and even though i did because hey i made the meal still got to clean the dishes you know and, uh, timed it out perfectly, actually. You know, everything's like done. You know, I walked in the kitchen this morning, I was like a spoon for my yogurt. You know, <laughs> so yeah, we're, we're we're doing great here. Um, but you know, can't let that spoon sit too long because that becomes a mess. You know, um, and you know, you know, and I say that because we all have these spoons in our um, house. You know, we all have the kitchen in our house. Um, you know, and, you know, and I also understand we also all have, you know, a certain amount of, there's that theory of having a certain number of spoons that you can really use each day. You know, I mean, if you open your drawer, there, if I open my drawer right now, there's probably like eight spoons in there, like physical, you know, teaspoons. Um, and then maybe, you know, like six to eight, you know, teaspoons and six to eight of the like tablespoons. Um, so let's say I have 16 spoons. <laughs> You know, like, you know, and I'm only one person, so I might use, you know, just the one for a yogurt, you know, maybe another one later for something else. But, you know, I can only use 16 out of a day. There's that idea. And, you know, if you use all 16 and they're sitting in the sink and you never wash them, well, now that's a mess. But you know what? This is also a starting point where you can, you know, wash your spoons, put them back in, you can rest, you know. You know, and that's something that you do. Um, I, you know, I spent the last couple of days resting at home. You know, um, for those listening, you know, today's Monday. Uh, we're at the 28th of January, 11 o'clock a.m., 11.02 actually. And, you know, I went to do the Qigong movements this morning and, you know, felt pretty good. Um, I did not get all the way down, but, you know, got good amount of down. I've being able to like move around and everything, you know, and, um, you know, because, you know, I think that I've been able to, you know, listen to my body, slow down for a bit, you know, get some team members in, you know, to help out, get some rest, you know, uh, give myself, you know, tie the shoelaces so I can get back in the race, <laughs> you know, there we go, new starting point, so, yeah, um, and, you know, going back with that, hey, you know what? If you look down because you tied your shoes and you see, you know, there's this giant glob of mud that's like, you know, holding your foot down. And that's what, you know, untied your shoes, the glob of mud or whatever. Maybe you need to wipe that mud off so that you can tie your shoes. Maybe you need to clean up the mess there. <laughs> you know? I'm going to make this work somehow. <laughs> So yeah, you you gotta clean up that mess at some point, um, you know. Uh, and you know, and it's it's easy to say that I probably have made a few messes in my life. Um, you know, just taking a moment. Actually, I went back and listened to, um, you know, the last episode just to kind of you know get a feel of where you know where I was at last week and everything. And um, you know, it, it's always good to have those sorts of okay, well, you know, here's some of the bad that's happened, you know, because you can, you know, see where you've been affected by that and how this, you know, made you into who you are now, you know, and realize that not everything was great. Um, don't dwell on that bad, you know, don't just say that, you know, 
my my childhood was wonderful. <laughs> you know, th despite everything, my childhood was really wonderful. And, you know, th there's actually a bit of that wonderful that, you know, even, you know, in that sense, kind of creates, you know, the senses there. Um, one thing that I noticed, you know, yeah, we grew up poor. We didn't really have much. We had food. And um, there was a lot of food. There was a lot of like, sweet food, you know, cookies, cakes, whatever, you know, little cake, you know, snack packs, whatever. There was always a lot of food, a lot of canned foods, you know, stored in cabinets. There was a lot of food, you know, your, your pastas, your rices, you know, whatever, you know, stuff in the freezer. Yeah, I mean, I, I can remember growing up and, you know, we had steaks in the freezer. And we were not on food stamps, you know. Let me make that clear. Yes, we were poor. You know, we probably were poorer than the people on food stamps. But my mom also worked. And it's kind of the catch-22 that I find in life. And that's why I really do respect, you know, uh, especially for, you know, women. Because our system will tell them to not work so that they can get a check and says they will work and, you know, strive and want to become something. And it's beautiful. Um, so I can remember seeing this, you know, and was like, you know, and also, yeah, I, you know, I do understand prices have gone way up on things, you know, and I've seen kind of the inflation during my lifetime, you know, my adulthood, especially, I've seen, you know, inflation happen where prices have just, really? You know, it costs that much for this now? You know, I was eating this for, like, half of that before, you know? You go buy something at the store now, you get, you know, at least for the packaging, you get, you know, twice the price for half the product. But whatever. Um, yeah, so, I, you know, but yeah, as I say that, you know, I can remember pulling out, you know, a T-bone steak and throwing in a broiler and that was what, you know, I would have if I was just hungry, you know. If I go make, you know, or I can go make, you know, a hamburger or, you know, whatever, you know. It was cheap, you know, it was very cheap meat and you know, a lot of it was frozen, you know, for whatever reason, but, you know, that's what you were able to do. Um, you know, I can remember, hey, you know, here's a TV dinner. Go put that in the oven, you know. Back when you could just put the TV, you know, it came like a little metal thing. You just put it in the oven. Um, yeah, back when you put your food in the oven, not a microwave oven, but a regular oven. Um, you know, and even just the thought of uh, one, one of the things that, I can remember, and it's, you know, really a blessing with my mom. Um, at, a, at a young age, you know, I remember growing up and, you know, we're just, you know, there. And she's like, you're going to need to know how to cook, you know. So come in the kitchen with me, you know. Here's a recipe, you know. And really, that's, you know, that's how I kind of learned how to read, and, you know, some bits of math and everything even is just, hey, okay, well, I was looking at a measuring cup. All right, you know, well, I put this here with this here, you know. Um, here's how you follow a recipe, you know. Uh, I mean, it, it's kept me alive. Um, and that's a good thing, yes. 
But I, I think also, you know, it has instilled, you know, a bit of the sense of, you know, just survival. And where we are, you know, with a lot of us is that we are taught survival. And, you know, and I like to use myself a lot of times as the example because, you know, I feel it important that, you know, I can relate, you know, this is me kind of, you know, as I say, speaking to all of you here because I'm sure that, you know, there is you out there that may have gone through something like this. But this is also me in my bedroom looking at my mirror like, okay, Derek, this is where this comes from. <laughs> Maybe uh, one week, you know, we'll get combine the YouTube and the Anchor and now available on Apple Podcast. Um, shameless plugs all around for everybody, uh, crowds, you know, and I'll record one of these with the video and the audio together. But for right now, yeah, just know that, you know, I'm sitting here pointing at my mirror like, okay, Derek, this is what's going on. And, um probably going to find an index card that I can write some sort of message because if you really know me from the YouTube crowd, you know that I like to use my index cards to write one, maybe two words, not eight cards of, you know, this is my childhood and this is my... Yeah, I'm not that... <laughs> I don't think. But, um, so, but you know, as I say this because, yeah, um you know one of the thing with me is one of the things with me is that i believe a lot of my existence here now is based kind of on this thought that i you know either you know not worthy was not able was not you know deemed so you know because of the um because of the want to you know just get away from all of this and I wouldn't really go into any sort of power, you know, anyone really to do the things that I needed to do with my life because I can't really come to grasp of saying that um this would be a good point if I want to put a commercial in by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I, <sighs> I think really for me it's a thing of I have always felt that I never really I've always just felt that I don't deserve it you know that I'm not able to do it that I'm not worthy of doing this and I'm not you know capable of these things because, you know, this is just what's been put, in, you know, instilled into me for years, centuries, decades, you know, is that, you know, yeah, it's almost like yeah, I've almost seen, hey, you're going to screw up, you're going to fail, um, it's your destiny to fail, you know, it's your destiny to continue to fail, it's your destiny to you know, kind of live in this sort of failure. It's your destiny to live within the muck. You know, you're supposed to be dirty. Um, yeah, that's one of the things that we're kind of told a lot of times. Um, you know, 
you know, that we're dirty, you know, or you know, you're you're bad, you're just ugh. you're just kicked down, you know, so far, and um, yeah, instead, you know, it's kind of this thing of, hey, realize that you know you're not just the person down there, but you are actually a person, and you can come up and you know be better. And along that road, you know, you have to, you know, kind of make atonement for, you know, the things that have happened with your past. And, you know, you have to actually, you know, clean up your messes. Um, you have to, you know, make atonement, you know, in the people of your life, um, you know, sort of clean up those things. Um, you know, it's, it is, you know, as I say, it's very easy for me to say that I... You know, oh, woe is me, you know, my childhood, blah, blah, blah. When, yeah, I probably was not the best person, you know, child-wise around also. Um, I was a bit of a brat, you know. And, and yeah, maybe it was, I, I don't know, thinking that I had butted a bullet at some point, you know, and having kind of weird dreams, you know, even just as a kid, even, you know, two, three, whatever, you know, sort of weird sort of dreams, you know, oh, um, and I had this dream that, you know, something was coming through the TV and, you know, it was a bullet and I just came up and hit me of that, you know. That was like a three-year-old dream that I remember having, you know. Um, I, I mean, I don't know um, really why I would think about that, but, you know, I, you know, I, I can remember, you know, just maybe not really, you know, not really fitting in in a lot of sense and, you know, whatever, you know, I was kind of the the oddball me, you know. Um, I, I did my whatever, you know, I did my scrapes and, you know, got my bits of, you know, whatever to any kid. Um but you know, one thing really, I didn't really have a full grasp on was money. Um, I didn't understand it, and you know, one thing that I kind of remember from not understanding money, actually, two things. Uh, it was the first Christmas in Florida, and you know, maybe this is where, um, you know, my sister kind of has the you know, you're a brat, ideological for, uh, for me. But uh, the first Christmas in Florida, it's actually kind of a funny, uh, well, I think it's funny stories, you know, from that year. So I moved to Florida from New Jersey. And when I lived in New Jersey, I thought I lived on Sesame Street. You know, I thought I was just, you know, everything was cool. And, you know, maybe that was a bit of, you know, my mom overcompensating for losing my dad. Um, was, hey, kid, you can get whatever you want, um, you know, and, she did her thing also, you know, and she built herself, you know. A lot of times, you know, we have um, losses in our lives and, you know, something I found is that, you know, we don't always heal in the healthiest of ways. So, you know, she bought a bar and bought me a bunch of toys and that was cool. And then we moved to Florida and, you know, I thought I was actually just going to Toys R Us. Instead, we're going to Florida, and you know, what do you mean I leave leave Sesame Street? And I can't set up my train set here. In fact, where's half the train set? What do you mean it's in a moving truck? You know, 
and there's like big riding trains that you could ride, you know, and set up and kind of ride around outside, you know, with the big battery or whatever. Yeah, that was fun. Um, but yeah, you know, I, and, and when, you know, when I got to Florida, you know, I didn't really understand this concept of, okay, well, we really don't have a lot. And, you know, we're sharing this house with a bunch of other people. And, you know, these are grandparents and they're, you know, ill and, you know, you're going to sleep out here on this couch, you know. Um, I'll tell you a funny story about that couch right now. My grandfather actually died on it. But you're going to sleep out on that couch. Um, I'll tell you a deaf story later. You know, you um, have a lot that's going on here, you know. For you know, so I don't really understand. You know, other than hey, it's Christmas. Santa's supposed to bring me stuff. You know, I want all of this. I especially want this because you just tra traumatized me, moved me to Florida with Roach Motel, flying palmetto bug things. You know, and yeah, what's going on? <laughs> like, I don't think I discovered Prince yet. Maybe you know, I'm trying to think here. Is 83? Yeah, you know, I don't think I discovered Prince yet. Um, little sidebar there. But, you know, first Christmas. Um, and it's kind of funny. I do have actually a photo from that first Christmas with my sister. Um, I look back on sometimes. But, uh, you know, when I got around to doing the whole Christmas gift thing and all that, um, we, uh, you know, go to exchange gifts. And, you know, I remember my mom had given me, like, 20 bucks to go buy gifts for everyone, you know, at the mall earlier, because she thought that'd be an appropriate amount that could go find stuff for everyone. And she didn't really explain to me the concept, you know, of, okay, well, this is, you know, what a gift is, and this is what you need to buy someone, and, you know, I'm five, really? I know there's an arcade down the street. Um, what's a gift? Oh, guess something that you get someone. Okay, can I make them something? Yeah, sure. Can I get them a card? Yeah, sure. Okay, everybody's getting cards. So I went and I got um, a card for mom. And I don't think I got a card for my sister, now that I'm kind of thinking about it. I think I just got like a little card and maybe like, a you know. But, you know, maybe the total cost on everybody's stuff was under like five bucks. You know, obviously, you know, this is 1983, so $20 can go a long way. You know, I don't even know if it was twenty dollars. I think it was probably ten dollars. You know, twenty dollars sounds like it can go a long way. Not super long, but long enough for a five-year-old. You know how many games I can get at that arcade for twenty dollars? Like even for ten dollars? Yeah. Um, you know how much gum I can buy? You know, like I can go get myself a toy and do a bunch of other stuff. Okay, I didn't get it. I was five. You know, I'm still expecting that Santa's gonna come and bring everybody stuff. I didn't understand that I was actually Santa. <laughs> and, you know, as I say, got Christmas, and you know, hey, everyone, you get here's your cards. You know, here's your little trinkets. You know, whatever. Here's a little fifty cent thing. You know, with Santa Claus on it. You know, so that, you know, it should be the thought of, hey, I got you something. Um, but I guess I got them nothing. You know, and. That was just something that I remember being told that year. Um, it's actually kind of funny because later on that Christmas, uh, we went to visit my uncle's house. Um, 
one of the holiday traditions, you know, after getting your toys and your stuff to play with and whatever, you then have to leave all of that. You can maybe bring one toy with you, but you have to leave all of that and you have to go and visit other family members who live in town for, you know, a meal and sit around and watch the basketball game, whatever. Uh, so go to my uncle's house and um, what else is there? And, yeah, you know, looks down and, you know, this was kind of, this was like the smart financial aunt. And so she looks down, you know, and she, she gives, you know, she's like the aunt who might give you like a dollar, which again, a dollar back then went a long way. Oh my God, you know how many games at the arcade, how much gum you could get for a dollar. Okay. <laughs> Not sure you can get a toy yet, but, you know, maybe. So, you know, there, you know, it's like, oh, well, you know, her going out and actually buying toys really didn't really seem smart. Plus, you know, I just moved to town. Do you really know me? So she reaches out and gives me 10 bucks. I look up her and I'm like, this isn't a toy. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this? You know, like they just left the, you know, silly me had just left, you know, a couple weeks back from being at the mall with a bunch of money where, you know, I just bought everyone cards. <laughs> for Christmas so that I could, you know, yeah. Uh, you know, I did the little dumb said, you know, thing because this is how, you know, a little silly I was with, gosh, you know, I, I didn't really understand it. Um, you know, and at different points in my life, you know, I can say that I didn't really understand it. You know, I, I didn't understand it how, you know, we had food, you know, when my mom was going through bankruptcy, you know, because, um, you know, between, you know, the move to Florida, you know, her parents dying, you know, changing careers, you know, and then Kevin, my brother, you know, his medical conditions and all that. Yeah, she, she was kind of wiped out, you know. So, you know, graders are calling, oh, what do you do, you know, she didn't make, you know. She, yeah, I always noticed her, you know, she had a drug book and she was able to, you know, do the math and everything, but at one point, you know, I was like, you know, there's more that wants to go out than that is coming in, and, you know, shit file. Um, and, you know, to me, the idea, you know, when I, when I heard of it, it was like, well, yeah, you're going to, you know, you've lost everything, you're poor, whatever, you know, but it was like, well, wait a second, how, how do we have this, and, you know, but it so it never really clicked into me, you know, what that was. Um, yeah, and I say that because you know, as I bring myself out now into my adult life here, um, you know, I have not grown up a lot in a sense financially. Um, you know, I've. And, and it's kind of weird to say because, you know, income-wise, you know, it's something that I just kind of had a recent sort of click in my head that, you know, yeah, maybe, you know, you don't make enough. But you know what? Maybe you do make enough and you're just not making the right choices with it. You know, maybe you're just not doing the right things with it. Um, you know, maybe you should yin instead of yang and, you know or yang instead of yen, I guess you'd say. Um, maybe you should, you know, spend more money here, save more money there, you know, let's cut your food here, let's cut this bill off there. 
you know, are you really using this service or are you just paying out the money each month, you know, just to keep it there, you know? Um, you know, is this something that you could actually, like, use and generate funds from or is this just something that you've collected, you know, this collecting dust and, you know, what's going on here? Um, so... Yeah, it's really just become a, a thought of mine is how am I how am I doing financially, you know, based on who have I been in the past as this person. Um That was kinda of funny, the uh oh I stopped back there. It was like eleven eleven and I almost ended up like just I couldn't really figure out what to say for a whole minute. Wow. Funny how that works. But um yeah, I've been a person who, you know, I don't really face my financial, you know, rights and wrongs. And, you know, I'm more kind of shy away from things, you know, work-wise, I definitely shy away from the idea of it. It's like, hey, you know what, Derek, you could actually, you know, do good things and, you know, actually take charge and, you know, be a better person and at work and, you know, do what's expected, whatever. You know, you can make more and, you know, get a raise and all this other stuff here. You know, possibilities are endless. Really, you know, possibilities are endless with any sort of, you know, financing. Um, and this is not the point where, you know, I say, oh, yeah, you know. Because there's a lot of, you know, thought, well, you know, if you write down, you know, the mantra, I'm going to be successful on top of every single dollar bill, then you'll be, you know, you're going to come back to me more, you know. Yeah, if you hold this rock, then, you know, it, um, it's not the rock that, you know, you hold, it's the energy that's within you. Um, you know. That, that's one thing that I can say as someone who actually has a lot of rocks in my house, um, you know, and there's a really also kind of strong connection with the idea of grounding and earthing, you know. Um, it's kind of a funny story. When I went to visit Paisley Park for the first time, um, little Prince tip, uh, outside on the, uh, there's some gravel there, you know, where you can just kind of walk around and, you know, it's like the parking lot, but right before you get to the entryway. And I was there with, you know, really just kind of almost like a family, you know, the group that I went with in this trip here was to the uh, 2017 tour. Um, and, you know, one of the people, you know, she looked around, she's like, oh, <laughs> you know, she's like stressed out. And, you know, I'm like, what, what are you, like, everybody's like, what are you stressed out about? And she's like, I can't find my rock. I can't find my like, and they're like, "What do you mean? You know, like, are you a crackhead or, you know, did you, are you like married and you dropped your wedding ring? You know, what's going on?" I know there's like two extremes, but uh, <laughs> drop your cell phone. Here, that's something better. You know, did you drop your cell phone? Yeah. Um, it's like, no, I can't find my rock. Can't find my rock, and you know. And, you know, and she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm like, it's a grounding thing, you know. You um, pick up a rock from that area and it grounds you to, you know, it, it charges you in with the energy of that area. Um, and 
Darren and I both did this, you know, we went, you know, we put them back after we were done. By the way, you know, especially people at Paisley Park, you know, don't, you know, don't go stealing rocks from there. But if you need to, like, pick up a little, you know, pebble from outside, walk around with it so that you have the energy of Prince while you're walking around his home, thumbs up to that. Um, and if you need to, you know, have a piece of citrine in your home that you pick up, you know, pretend that you're He-Man, you know, for a second, hold it to the sky, you know, and it doesn't have to be to the power of Grayskull, but, you know, to whatever you need, citrine's really good because it apparently opens up your throat chakra. I have the power. Let me citrine in here. Citrine. Citrine? No. No. Uh, citrine. Yeah, I think so. I have the power. You know. Just you know, open yourself up to the you know that sort of you know thing inside of you, and say that you know you have that, because um, the bigger rocks outside, by the way. But you know, it's just something that you can do. Because, you know, it, it brings you into a place where you can, you know, begin um, to clean up that mess. And you... <sighs> Speaking of mess, I'm going to go get to this uh, putting away the laundry part, you know, so that I can, you know, start a new mess in my life here. <laughs> but uh, this is Derek with Shamanic Innovations. And, uh, you know, I want to thank all of you for uh, listening because... Yeah, these are fun little times where I just kind of sit here and think to myself, you know, do a little bit of work internally and figure out, you know, kind of within myself, hey, what can I do? What needs to be done? You know, what what's the thing where I can just kind of, you know, help myself to grow? Um, and, you know, I think that cleaning up the mess, you know, this week um, is going to be, a, you know, a place that I can do that. You know, it'll be important for me just in, you know, my healing process, you know, hey, if I want to be able to sleep at night, you know, then I need to be able to call myself safe and secure, which means that, you know, I need to make sure that I can pay my bills, I need to make sure that I'm doing my job correctly so I continue to pay my bills, but also, you know, I need to make sure that, you know, I have, you know, some sort of, you know, security, basically, some sort of, you know, savings, you know, I have, you know, things taken care of, um, even as I say this, you know, and there's going to be a lot, you know, there's a really big mountain that I'll be climbing here, you know, but, um, I can't, I gotta get that, you know, that's, yeah, but, um, yeah, I'm really excited about that. So, it's Derek with Shamanic Innovations, and thank you for uh, listening. Um, enjoy. Welcome back to Shamanic Innovations. Um, right now, it is. Sunday, February 3rd, about 2.31 p.m., and um, I was talking about cleaning up a bit, and also cleaning up a bit of the karmatic debt that we all have in our lives, and, you know, it's kind of making that sort of preference between, or sort of 
you know, realization between what we do here in the regular world and what we do in, you know, our path as we start to walk it here. Um, for many of us, you know, it is kind of a dual path between what we call the 3D and the 5D. Um, you know, your everyday life and then also your spiritual growth. Um, and, you know, I, I, I hate using a lot of, like, the buzzwords that are around right now. Um, you know, if you spend any time, you know, hunting, and I'm going to use some buzzwords just to kind of get the point across here. If you're spending time hunting, there's this thing that a lot of people talk about called ascension, where, you know, just depending on who they are, it can be, you know, whatever great something coming to save them and whatever sort of great change that everyone's supposed to magically go through. And it really isn't about that. It's more about, you know, just becoming a better person of you, you know, ascending to your you know, higher self is basically, you know, becoming the better version of you. And involved in that, there is a lot of, you know, purging. There's a lot of cleaning. Um, there's a lot of going through your T-shirts and deciding which ones you want to keep and which ones you want to toss. There's a lot of, you know, taking, you know, the dog crate and taking the bottle of vinegar, you know, vinegar and water, I trying to get out of the whole chemical thing. So, you know, let's get back to some of the natural stuff. So, yeah, taking the dog crate and, you know, you know, and kind of, you know, a little hand action there, elbow grease, the best cleaner you got right there. You know, clean it out there. There's a lot of, you know, taking a mop bucket, going into your bathroom and, you know, scrubbing your toilet out, you know, doing your laundry. You know, these are the things that we do as we clean. Um, I actually just decided now as I finished vacuuming my bedroom that I was going to record this here because you know me I like to record things while I'm at least around the bedroom and I'm walking around the house a little bit right now um, because I like to kind of pace around a little bit but bedroom yes you know as I find myself once again in here doing cleaning things you know I'm also reminded about a lot of the cleaning that we are doing just as people right now um, you know, a lot of us have things inside of us that we are purging, a lot of things inside of us that, you know, we are cleansing, um, things that we're coming back from. And, you know, it's important to do that sort of work. Um, you know, some people will call that some of that um, shadow work, per se, you know, where you're going in and trying to find those things that do kind of haunt you, do kind of keep you up at night, and figure out why. Uh, one of the things that, you know, I notice with, um, and, I, and as I say, I'm no doctor, um, but as I've been around doctors and medicine and, you know, things here in our society today is we don't really want to treat things. We more want to band-aid them. Um, you know, I mean, I used to think, hey, you know, you're running along and something happens and, you know, well, do you actually treat the injury or do you just slip a Band-Aid on it, you know? If your shoe comes untied, do you actually tie that shoe again so you can keep running or do you just put a Band-Aid on it and keep running? <laughs> I hope you're not just putting a Band-Aid on an untied shoe because that's just going to flap around everywhere. And if you think that sounds ridiculous, welcome to modern medicine. <laughs> 
but yes, this is what we do. And, you know, it's especially good with, you know, physical, but also with mental health. You know, we slap band-aids on things or pills, actually. So, you know, we, uh, we don't really treat ourselves, you know, the way that we need to be. You know, with our emotions, we don't really treat these things. With our past, we don't really treat these things. Um, you know, we don't congratulate ourselves for making out of this whatever situation that we might have been in. We don't, you know, take a moment to restart, you know, ourselves and move forward. We just slap a Band-Aid on it. Whatever, you know, I guarantee you whatever the issue is is something that's being slapped Band-Aids on. So, you know, part of healing, you know, instead, you know, I mean, you can't just slap a Band-Aid on it. Band-Aids are cool if you actually go in and you clean the wound. You know, if you clean that bullet wound out, you take the bullet out, you put some... You know, that's it. I'm not a doctor, so I don't know exactly what you have to put in, you know, exact terminologies and chemicals and all that. But, you know, you pour some chemicals in, you know, you take your bullet wound out, whatever, you sterilize it, everything. And then you put the Band-Aid on so you can heal. Like, the Band-Aid should be the last thing, not the first thing. We've jumped ahead to where the Band-Aid's the first thing that goes on. You know, the second we have a trauma, it's like, Band-Aid. Hey, you know what's on the Band-Aid? Something bad happened in your life? Band-Aid. You lost everything? Band-Aid. Instead of actually, you know, so now we have layers of this stuff, you know, and, you know, if you've ever tried to clean something with layers, it's a little difficult. You know, if you ever had the sink full of dishes and you got the caked on layers of dishes in there, I promise you my sink's not like this, you know, but I'm just going to say it for the example because I've cleaned up this sink before in my lifetime, you know, go help a friend out. Hey, this sink's kind of bad. And, you know, layers. So, you know, when you're cleaning through layers, you know, it's often kind of difficult. Um, and it's good to, you know, it's good to kind of stop sometimes, you know. Sometimes, you know, one of the things that you learn, I, I've spent some time in my lifetime working in kitchens um, and restaurants, and they teach the practice of clean as you go, you know, which can be applied everywhere. Hey, you know what, as you make the mess, clean the mess. Why didn't we all learn this at home? I don't know. But as you make the mess, clean the mess. Clean as you go. And that's great. But they also will come back behind that and fully clean. At least, you know, the good ones will. I'm sure there are bad ones that don't clean anything. But the good ones at least. Hey, you know what? As you make the mess, clean the mess. But also, you know what? In the night, we're going to clean everything. And you know what? Sometimes once a week, once a month, whatever, we're going to pull out stuff and really clean. You know, I remember being at these places, and you might be there an extra hour, you know, because you're scrubbing down a grill thing, or you're scrubbing down a broil thing, or an oven thing, or, you know, you're scrubbing some cooler down, you know, some prep thing down. You Extra hour, like I just said, because you had that one side job for the night of something extra you needed to, you know, really clean for that day. But you clean. You know, even though you might have cleaned that prep table off 10 times during the day, you are really going to bleach it down and clean it down, you know, this one time here. Sometimes you just have to do that. You know, sometimes you got to clean. It's important to do this. You know, it's, it's so important for us to do this, you know. Sometimes you got to walk outside, you know, rake those leaves up. You got to clean. You got to sweep up. You got to clean. You know, it is so important for us to do this. 
you know, obviously not only, you know, in our physical lives, it's not only important for me to, you know, vacuum the house today and not have, you know, whatever on my carpet. And I don't have a lot of carpets, actually, just in the bedroom. But so, yeah, not only important for me to vacuum the bedroom carpet here, but, you know, it's important for me, you know, my soul also. You know, I mean, if I sit around, you know, if you sit and shit all day, you're going to feel like shit. You know, and I'm not saying that, you know, my bedroom car, you know, my bedroom carpet's nice, but, you know, just metaphorically speaking, hey, you know, it's important for me to do this. It's important for us all to take this time to do these things. Yes, you know. Um, you know, it's an important thing, you know, that we take the time within ourselves to, you know, just clean these things up. Um so, you know, I think that this is pretty much where I want to go with this here, you know, because, um, you know, what happens, you know, we obviously know what happens if you don't clean your mess up at home. And, you know, you would think you would know what happens if you don't clean your mess up in life. Um, so, you know, take some time if you can, you know, and just kind of make that point and clean those messes up there. Um, speaking of cleaning, I'm going to take some time here and probably clean up these uh this episode so I can get it out to everyone. I want to thank you all for listening this week. Um, you know, it's, it's a fun little adventure that I'm on right now. And, you know, I'm just glad for anyone who can join. So, this is Derek with Shamanic Innovations. And you guys do well. Much love. You got this.